0: Is it music for the masses? Um, no. Hello and welcome to Isopod, the isolation podcast. Guess who's back? Back again. It's been almost three months since you've heard from your two favorite music listeners. Jack, how are you? What's new?
1: You know, I am uh, doing all right, man. It's been... uh... Been a crazy and weird couple months, but we're back, you know? We're back and we're ready to ready to roll. A lot of change has happened the last few months on my end. Um but, you know, it's uh it's good to be back talking music, man. You've uh you've moved to a different part of the country. For those who don't know, Corey is now in Toledo uh with the Detroit Tigers AAA affiliate. So Go Mud Hens.
0: That's right. the The views uh, said by me on this podcast do not reflect the views of the Detroit Tigers organization and are without the written consent of Major League Baseball. Um, We're going to start Jack, every
1: episode with that during the season.
0: <laughs> I'm going to ask you a little little surprise question here. It's I a it's a ten part question. Um, yeah. Not really, but. I, I'll start, with, <laughs> I'll start with, I'll start with, I'll say my listening habits certainly change a lot when we're not recording every week. Um, totally. So I guess my question to you is, do you find that you, one, one how, how have they changed for you? And two, do do you think you enjoy the music more because you don't feel like we're worried about this or mm. do you like having that pressure have you gone back and listened to more older music? Are you staying up to date on the music we've been listening to? what have you been listening to recently?
1: That is an excellent question. I I think like I think I can speak for you too. I have not been um, been very good at keeping up with all the music that I would that I typically, keep up with I've been kind of rotating through the same like I don't know three or four different artists for the last month or so Um, but I would say when we're recording consistently and we're able to talk about the new releases that kind of gets me in the zone of um, wanting to and being willing to listen to music that I wouldn't necessarily listen to in my free time i think what really helps is when you and i listen to new music every friday um like that i don't know like going through all the new releases i tend to pick music that you know when i'm like listening on my own i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't think that i would listen to these songs on my own sure. but it's just a, it's just more of like a curiosity of like what what's dropping. Um, and maybe like discovering new artists that are popping up in my Spotify, like suggested songs list, you know, that I'm typically more, uh, I typically choose those songs when we're recording consistently, but when, you know, we haven't recorded in almost three months now. And so, um, it's kind of been off and on for me. Like, you know, like I said, like I've been, for those who, uh, may not know I I know me I just finished a master's program so I I've been pretty preoccupied with that and so when I'm everyone say
0: congrats Jack congrats
1: Jack uh when we're like when I'm busy like that I typically just go back to like playlists that I've made already or just music music that I've already listened to you know what I mean so I just when things get really busy like that, I just resort to that and don't even listen to new music because I might, I might not enjoy it as much as the music that I already know. So that's kind of a long winded answer, but, um, it's an interesting question. Yeah. But this show definitely gets me in the, in the mindset of being more curious about music, I guess.
0: Nice. Well, should we get into our favorite albums since last episode or was there anyone you wanted to talk about that you've been listening to outside of those?
1: No, I mean, uh we will definitely touch on the album that I've been basically put on repeat for the last month, so yeah, let's just get right into the album unless you have something that you know we, we won't discuss in the show that you want to touch on that uh that could be of interest to somebody.
0: No, not really. I've been in a kind of similar state. There's been weeks where I've just been so busy with work that I'm not right. listening to as much music, and when I am, it kind of feels more like mindless. Music yeah, in the yeah, background yeah. that I'm not quite as engaged in. Um, I'll yeah. shout out Lucas as I usually do. One rapper I haven't told you about is Larry June. A mm. just a treat. Um, a and that's a,
1: that's a Lucas wreck.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's kind of he's he's got a few songs with currency, but he's young. Like he's mm. got that lackadaisical kind of laid back flow and nice. I don't know, kind of a throwback southern style that I've really been enjoying. But let's let's sweet. Let's start with my album of April. April. Was it April? April, yes. April was a big month. The three albums we're going to talk about are all from April, I believe. Um, And this is actually the one I ended up choosing over two other big ones. So um, it is Kenny Mason, um, Supercut. He is a 26-year-old rapper from Atlanta. Um, His debut album kind of came out last year uh it was called Angela Kudrat this is actually like if you look at it on Spotify it says Angela Rat Supercut which i think is really confusing because this is a completely different songs with it's a completely different album um but that that tape last year kind of garnered some buzz um there's three tracks i liked on it but overall it wasn't an album i was listening to um mm-hmm. so i'm going to call Supercut his debut because it is amazing um mm-hmm. there's a lot of rock influence on this album. Um, He cited My Chemical Romance as a big influence, one of his favorite bands growing up, um, as well as My Bloody Valentine and Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, in some ways you can argue stylistically and instrumentally, it's as much of a rock album as it is a rap album. Um, He talked about kind of the technical side um he's learned from jid another atlanta rapper um he talks about how he tries to incorporate drake melodies and kendrick storytelling um and sometimes young artists yeah sometimes young artists have a hard time incorporating influences without copying them directly and i think he just killed it on this Um, The first three tracks kind of highlight a lot of the styles you'll see on this album. 43, he raps over grimy bass knocks, technical flows on re. The second track, melodic 808s with Denzel Curry on A+. And, I mean, it just continues from there. A really consistent album. He's got laid-back bars with Freddie Gibbs on Much Money. Playball is more of a punk rock song that fits his storyline perfectly i think pup follows that up um as my favorite song on here um the way he is able to switch flows and beats constantly on that track is mind-numbing to me um titan is this stunning self-reflection track from childhood hardships um blank noise is the blank noise that is kind of weird at first but i think it fits the track well angel white um has this outro that's beautiful, Titan. Um, it, it, it's, it's just a really great album. Storm, I think, was a great closing track mm-hmm. and really one of the best rap debuts I've heard in recent memory. So I was really yeah, I was, blown away by this album. I was pretty
1: blown away by it as well. And also, I thought the, I think we, I mean, we, we say this about a lot of albums that we really like, that includes this kind of element, but the features on here fit perfectly. I thought, I mean, my favorite track, my favorite track on here was the Freddie Gibbs one. I mean, Freddie hasn't missed in what five years (laughs) on anything that he's touched. So um, yeah. And and like you you mentioned the A plus track with Denzel pup was a a big highlight too. Yeah. I, um, I can see, you know, just the versatility in this, in this artist. And you can really hear that rock influence um, on the majority of tracks here, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So a, a rapper to look out for going forward for sure. Um, Atlanta keeps on pumping them out, dude.
1: They sure do. That's, that's hip hop capital arguably at the moment. Um, well, moving from, uh, the best rap album of April to, in my opinion, the best conceptual and forward thinking album, so far this year, and that is nurture by Porter Robinson. This was my album of April to literally no one's surprise at all. Um, like Corey said, March was a very slow month. Even February, I thought was was somewhat slow. Kind of if we discount um, slow tie, but man, April was chock full of incredible albums, and this one really stood out and I kind of had a feeling that it would stand out based on the singles that have been released from early 2020 to um uh you know just at the beginning of this year um every song I adored I was just blown away by every one of them and he really delivered on on this album I wasn't really a huge Porter Robinson fan as I've mentioned before with his world's album. I thought that album was interesting, but I it's not an album that I go back to really. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of Porter fans are, uh, they're still very tied to that album for specific reasons. And that is a completely different aesthetic than what Nurture brings to the table. But I love Nurture so much because it feels like this authentic and genuine, um story of how porter went for, went from this like world's fame after that album was released to being extremely depressed and being in a place where he felt like he could never write music again and finding this kind of i don't know this kind of like epiphany that he can break out of that mindset um and you know just make music that he loves and that means a lot to him which is why there's no feature vocalist on this it's all porter singing himself actually that's not true there's only one guest uh vocal and that's from totally enormous dinosaurs on unfold so, to- totally enormous extinct dinosaurs on unfold t e e d um, t e e d yes um but yeah, I mean, from the opening track, which is, you know, an intro intru- instrumental, beautiful arrangement with life like, um and then Look at the Sky is my early favorite for song of the year. I just I that's like just this euphoric, dreamlike track um that I continue to go back to. Um and yeah, I mean, throughout the album he touches on his depression, his unwillingness to want to make music to finding a place where he wants to make music and make music that he cares about and he also touches on his um his love for his girlfriend rika on blossom and um uh, what's the other one uh sweet time those two it talks about moving out of his parents house on mother and his uh, his just um overwhelming love for his parents and his whole family um and then the closing track which is uh such a emotional track for so many reasons um trying to feel alive that one is a perfect kind of closing track because it's it touches on you know like doubting his his gift of making music and then coming to this place of like oh like this can really touch and impact so many people and like I have the ability to do that so overall I was just really blown away uh by this album and if I could quote uh the melon Anthony Fantano for a second he described this album as a huge hug a huge digital hug in a flower field I think is how he put it, which is pretty Gosh. accurate.
0: Well, we're two for two on being blown away by our album picks. Um, so,
1: listen to those two; those are unbelievable. But we were also we were pretty blown away by the third one. I would say too. Huh? <laughs>
0: That's right. Just just to touch on Porter for a second. I, I I really liked how a lot of times I mean there's there's plenty of vocals on this album but a lot of times he really let the instrumentals speak for True. themselves and himself and I, I just think it made the lyrics and vocals that were on the album have carry so much more weight and I think he Great chose point. his words really beautifully um, Great And point. yeah gorgeous or sorry blossom um, and unfold were. Mm. Two of my favorites. I really yep. wanted to love Dove, Dull Scythe, the one that was, like, jumping, and it never really metamorphosized into what I was imagining in my head. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall a great album. Let's get to, uh, I think it's fair to say, Isopod's favorite boy band. Uh, sorry, Emily and Abby. Easily. Uh, yeah, that is Brockhampton. They are back with their sixth studio album, roadrunner new light new machine um and right off the bat one of the, the the biggest difference is we have features all over this thing never from brockhampton before we have danny brown and jpeg mafia on the first mm-hmm. two tracks we've got asap rocky asap ferg baird charlie wilson so that's just a huge change Yeah, immediately yeah um jack you want to jump in
1: well, I mean, I, I, was, I, I love seeing the, the feature list on there. Um, ASAP appears on two tracks. Uh, he's only listed on one of them, I believe, on the song list, but he's on two. Yeah, there are um, some
0: hidden features that aren't actually listed. Yeah, Count which...
1: On Me has hidden features of Shawn Mendes, I believe, and uh, Ryan Beatty on mm-hmm. the hook
0: and A- ASAP's on that too, I believe. I do think they've had Ryan Beatty on other songs in the past. They yeah. definitely had like features, but some they've mostly been like friends and like family and yep, n- never never like this. N- never, never
1: big name huge artists.
0: profile artists like uh Danny Brown and JPEG so.
1: No, no, definitely not. But yeah, I mean, like I I, I think since the Saturation trilogy, this is my favorite Brockhampton album that has come out, um, since the whole Amir Van scandal, they, I, I, I feel like from the creative direction of this album to actual execution of the music, it's very well rounded. And, um, I mean, there really wasn't a song that I disliked, although there were some that I thought were just, eh, you know, like they were, they were fine, but I love the, uh, experimentation that they do throughout this album really pushing that like uh i don't know just like pushing their influences all throughout this album of um uh you know you can hear you can hear some some alternative influences on here you can hear some r&b influences on here which you know brockhampton has done in the past but they really come through on tracks like buzz cut count on me uh what's the occasion um and I mean, you know what? What can you say about the features? You know, they, they they hit those out of the park as well.
0: Yeah, I think I'm not sure what my playlist pick was, but I think the light one and two have have become my two favorite songs on here. Um, ironically, the darkest. Um, they've got these guitar heavy, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's all about self examination. Um, Joba shines examining. Joba's his all father. throughout this.
1: I mean, Joba's like the you know, I feel like I, I, I feel like I hear him more than anybody else on this on this album, right?
0: Yeah, I think I looked there there was some tweet about the stats and, and Kevin still had the most vocals, but oh, I, I would agree that Joe stole the show on this album on the light. Yeah. He he talks about his father taking his own life. Um, yeah. Kevin kinda goes into his family trauma, um, with a focus on finding the light in difficult scenarios, and then those two. Um, kind of conclude those stories on part two to finish out a really impressive album i think most of the guys have pretty big moments uh merlin on windows uh just oh my full of the quotables respect yeah. my tribe i'm a dog like fife uh tribute to the late fife dog of the tribe called quest, tribe called quest um, yeah. like you said what's the occasion uh, i think had matt champion's best feature and but it's really Joba's song once again. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, Dom mm-hmm. on When I Ball, Don't Shoot Up the Party. It's kind of a G-Funk style beat with Kevin rapping yeah, about was gun nice, violence and homophobia. Yeah, it's a really, really just stunning track. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, Matt Champion mm-hmm. and Joba also have verses on there that are heavy. Um, Dear Lord, the second to last tr- song is Bare kind face. of like an interlude type song, yeah, a gospel led by Bareface, um, which I didn't really like at first. I I've since learned that um, it's kind of a tribute to Joba's dad, um, but I I felt it fit a little bit weird in there. Um, but yeah, yeah that, if I could that, add, that... if
1: I could piggyback off of that real quick, uh, the one downside, and I think we've talked about this,
0: not enough Bareface on this album right yeah we say that most brockhampton albums but yeah it, 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 it felt even more so like on the past especially during the saturation trilogy there was always like two songs that featured prominent bareface melodies and hooks and there's not much of that on here at mm-hmm. all so Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, the dynamics definitely change within the group, but as as far as a piece of work goes, this is I think this stacks up with their best. mm
1: <laughs> Yeah. And
0: I I apparently
1: um, is this their second to last album? I don't
0: know. Kevin Reportedly. just likes to make stuff up and talk stuff. I I kind of I kind of hope they go in different directions. Mm. I I. I I think, yeah, it it kind of feels like time for, and and I think a lot of these guys now um, are capable of making um, impressive oh, totally. solo albums. So uh, yeah, I, that's totally. that's a direction I definitely definitely like to see them go at some point. Maybe it's not yet, but yeah, already it kind of feels. I mean, it it's just a different energy and atmosphere than it was when they were coming up as this, you know, band camp. Boy bands that met on the boy internet band that nobody has that really bl- heard of <laughs> is all living together and it, I I don't think that's the case anymore. So no, no, it's not. Anyways, yeah. so let's get into we've had a, we've been keeping the playlist going. If you're if you're on Spotify, please follow that um, playlist that'll be linked below in the episode notes because we update that every Thursday and we are going Regardless to just talk about
1: get an episode in.
0: Right. So there's been about 200 songs since our last episode and we're gonna pick (laughs) our five favorite each jack you want to do the honors first
1: yeah uh this came i believe the week after um maybe like two weeks after we recorded our, our our last episode this is musician by porter robinson um this song i mean for one the energy is just ridiculous but um, what really struck me was the process behind making the song. And I think I sent this to you, Corey, and how Porter took an unreleased demo that he made with Caro Caro Benito, chopped up the chorus that um, the lead singer, I forget their his name on Caro Caro, but anyway, um, uh, chopped up different vocals from that unreleased demo. And made that the driving melody for musician, um, and I just thought that was just brilliant. And then just put some some really uh, heavy uh, uh, high energy drums behind it, um, and Porter made this song in during the pandemic. So this was a song that he uh, the album was set to release summer of twenty twenty, but because of the pandemic, it was de- the the album was delayed, and during that time, that's when he made this song. And he talks about how it came from a place of pure inspiration of where he just felt like he, he just made, he just made this song out of like just pure creative um, uh, desire. And you can kind of hear the kind of life behind this song and how, I don't know, energetic and happy he was making the song. I think that comes through really well on this song. It's, um, it's very different from any of the songs that appear on Nurture, and I think that's a that's a really good thing. So, yeah, this is a song that I continue to go back to, for sure.
0: Very cool. My first song is Life We Live by Mavi. Um, he dropped a five-song EP also shortly after our last episode in late February, <clears throat> and it was titled End of the Earth, and... Life We Live is this just minute and a half song um, of straight bars. Mobby floats over this really simple, slow beat, um, and he kind of just encapsulates what, how it felt to live through 2020 and what it feels like going forward. Um, there's so many topics and moments he touches in 90 seconds. His rhyme schemes and vocabulary are really second to none right now, According to me, um, the guy is just a first philosopher, and I feel like living listening to him is an education. So, mm. shout out Mavi.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're a fan of Mavi on the on the show. For me, next is a uh, song that was released the same week as musician. That is spinning by No Rome, Charlie XCX, and 1975. I believe 1975 handled the, most of the instrumental on this song. Charlie XCX carries uh, the chorus. Um, as she and no does. Rome del- as she does. And No Rome delivers a really, really fun verse at the end of, uh, of this song. It's a pretty short song. It's like two and a half minutes or so. Um, but No Rome describes this as a club banger in a pandemic. So when people aren't going to clubs, they released a club banger. So very ironic.
0: But Kinda I like love Charlie did on her "How I'm Feeling Right Now" album last year. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Very similar. I love Charlie's vocals on here. In my opinion, it stills the show for sure. I mean, I, I think she, she just, it, to me it's her song. Like I know no realm appears as the, as the first name on here, but it's Charlie's song in my opinion. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, I mean yep. I got I got nothing else to say. I this is a, it's, a, it's an earworm track
0: for sure that's right next we have song in e by julian baker i had to go back and check because this released after our last yep. episode which we were really building up to the julian baker album and it was it was pretty damn good um it was as well uh, little oblivions and she opens this song this song is something um it's just got these little piano chords soft piano chords to open the the track, and she sings, I wish that I drank because of you and not only because of me. And then I could blame something painful enough not to make me look any more weak. So it's a song about her alcoholism, her addiction. Um, the piano builds with her voice as she explains how her addictions have hurt those who she's loved. So, yeah, it, it's, it's quite the song. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that um that album that was released in in February. That was a great one, that it was. Julian Baker album. That's 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 one to revisit for sure. Next up for me is uh, Buzz Cut by Brockhampton and Danny Brown, uh, intro track for Roadrunner, and much like, I I, I would th- I think every Brock Hampton album they start off with, I think the most. The highest energy song, is that is that would you say that's pretty true for every album that they've dropped? Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much? I'd have
0: to go back and look, but I can think of yeah. a few cases certainly.
1: I mean, this 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 one just hits you right in the face when they they, they all enter in. Who let the dope boys out? Oof, yeah, love that. Uh, this is the one with Danny Brown and Danny. If you're not only- warmed up to. Da- you, you, you're not going to like this song if you're not a fan of Danny's voice you know it's just it just is what it is but uh i love Danny Brown um
0: and Most he of our listeners it, won't the,
1: the, this the song the song, the song the the instrumental and beat for this song fits his voice so well because it's the song is like it's just so off the wall and Danny Brown is just an off the wall type of artist
0: right so Next, we have "Falling Out the Sky" by Arm and Hammer, produced by The Alchemist. This one features Earl Sweatshirts. Um, just, that
1: was your March album? Wasn't it? This
0: was my March album of the month. Um, yeah. Underground Martyrs. I mean, Arm and Hammer's the rap duo of Billy Woods and Elucid, uh, and they got The Alchemist to produce the whole thing, and just like that, it's it's the the greatest. um he produced two of my favorite albums from 2020 and he's he's got one in the books this year um earl has the first verse on here drops some signature dizzying bars with references to his late father um billy woods raps about uh moving to cali for a stint and seeing the ironies of legal weed in cali um and just Top-notch bars and production all over this project. Um, Underground classic right away. Haram.
1: Haram. Yes, sir. Next for me is uh, Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Givion. Givion? Givion. Wasn't a fan of this album, Justice, that Justin released last month. But, um, yeah, this is uh, definitely uh, a high point. It might be the only high point, to be honest. Uh, the hook on here is extremely catchy. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Yeah, I could sing that over and over again. And listen to this, you know, driving, coastline, PCH, nothing better.
0: Right down the five. Right. right... <laughs> Okay, next we have Nobody But You by Georgia Smith. Uh, She teams up with Sonder, um, which is Brent Fies' band, for the steamiest ballad of 2021. It's got these acoustic guitars. Georgia and Trent, um, sorry, Brent, uh, Brent, trade flawless vocals and then harmonize on the chorus, and it's just... Too much for me. Lay lay me down to sleep. Um, (laughs) Georgia's album comes out this Thursday. Jack, we forgot to do Cyrano. um, Oh, I was going to say
1: that till the end, dude.
0: Oh, okay. Her album, Be Right Back, uh, will be out Thursday. And spoiler, I'm excited. He's excited.
1: Last up for me is the rising star himself, james ivy with his new single texas um i i the i think the, the the chorus on this on this song and how he loops the loops that chorus in in the actual song where he says you want the type the way you make me feel in that kind of robotic voice <laughs> yeah. that won't who hasn't
0: listened to it but yeah <laughs>
1: Just listen to it. You'll get it. Right. Um, That, that line is just, I mean, that's a line right there, man. That's uh, it. The first time I heard it, I was like, Ooh, man, that's heavy. Um, But man, uh, I love the, the implementation of uh, rock music and electronic music in this. I'm hoping that this is a teaser for an upcoming album because we need a full length album from this man, uh, he had one of my favorite singles of, of twenty twenty, and this is, early favorite to end up on my list as well. I I keep going back to this. When Corey asked earlier what you know the artist that I've been listening to, and I and I said three or four artists. When I say three or four artists, I go back to James Ivey, but it's pretty much just this song on repeat, so.
0: Yeah, Jack. Jack is the the founding member of the James Ivey fan club. He's. He's driving the bandwagon.
1: I'm driving um, the bandwagon, and anybody wanting to hop on, feel free. Got plenty of room.
0: It's it's small right now, but it's
1: a little small. We're 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 getting some new members. Don't you worry?
0: That's right. My final track is Introvert by the Little Sims, a six minute epic, epic poem of grandiose horns, inward in introspection outward anger towards corrupt government um this should play in a movie as a kingdom is is overthrown um a (coughs) genius track full of cinematic fanfare um if if you're not a fan of rap this this is a song i'm gonna start pointing people to because it's just objectively great and yeah Lil sims is quite quite the rapper her her album gray area in 2019 um, was kind of what opened isopod's eyes to her and her newest single this week you'll you'll see it on this upcoming playlist dropping thursday Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. woman is also a great track and she's making us wait it's a long album rollout it's her her Next album is coming out September 3rd. Sometimes I feel, or sometimes I might be an introvert, I believe. So that is something to look forward to, Jack. What else are we looking look forward, forward to this to Thursday?
1: Yeah. Speaking of things to look forward to, I'm glad you asked that, Corey. We have four albums. Transition. That we tra- <laughs> Damn it. We got four albums that piqued our interest that are dropping this week. First up, we have a new J. Cole album coming out this Thursday night at 9 p.m., 12 a.m. Eastern Time, for those in
0: Toledo, Ohio. (laughs) Corey, are you you intrigued? I'm not going to say I'm not intrigued. I'm not going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I haven't loved j cole's last couple albums uh kod especially yeah you I think you think that you think those ing- uh
1: those, si- those signed vinyls are still on the way or what
0: <laughs> <laughs> thankfully i didn't order one of those i know right um three years yeah it's called the offseason and he just signed a contract to play in a basketball league somewhere in That's africa right. i'm not exactly sure where so it just makes me scared that I don't know. I I'm intrigued. That this it's won't be J. good. <laughs> it's it's J Cole and hopefully it's good. I didn't say anything. I just mumbled for a minute and he, a half. But uh, he dropped a
1: single. Um, uh, was it was it last week? Last week, right? Yeah. In, it, it was just an
0: intro track, or yeah, interlude, intro, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And it was good. It was very J. Cole. Um, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I don't think it's quite going to reach the standards of the Isopod playlist, but. Um, it's tough too. With I liked standards. it. So, yeah, I liked it too. It's J. Cole. I'm intrigued. I'm going to. I'll probably listen to it before all these other albums, but. Uh, all right, so he caved. Corey's intrigued. All right, you heard it here. I mean, of course I'm intrigued. He's like one of the biggest rappers in in the of course
1: in the I'm world
0: intrigued. but i'm cautiously pessimistic <laughs> get out of here You're cautiously pessimistic all right next we have georgia smith with be right back See or no jack or do you want to talk about Jack at all <laughs> <laughs> it's been
1: it's been a while it's been a while folks
0: <laughs> i mean you touched to i mean
1: i'm i'm in the same boat you know it's jay cole i i'll i'll listen to it i'm intrigued i'm i'm interested to see what he's gonna do on this on this off season album it's been a while since we've heard a full album from him uh georgia smith i'm gonna say c c i mean this this artist you know we're we're not we're not shy to 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 adore uh to adore her her vocals i mean what, what would you say? One of the prettiest voices on this earth at the moment, I'd put her right yeah. there.
0: Yeah, I think so. There, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm very intrigued.
0: I'm very intrigued too. Um, we'll see if she can put together a full album, but she, there has will some, has
1: some great singles. Um, I think she's, has she only dropped the one?
0: No, she's dropped three. Oh, perfect. I liked. Well, I mean, I talked about one of them. Then there was one I liked, and then one I didn't really like. So we'll see. All right. Next, next we have Saint Vincent with uh, Daddy's Home, Jack. Yeah, Are Saint you? Vincent.
1: We haven't we haven't heard an album from her in a while, right?
0: Jack, I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't know Saint Vincent at all. Um, what? But yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I, I I really don't. I never got into her, and I should write this very moment because. Yeah, listen to her last album. She has put out. I've put both on the on the playlist. The melting of the sun and pay your way in pain. Pay your way in pain, especially is incredible. I I, it should have been one of my five songs. So I'm very intrigued, and I need to go back and listen to Saint Vincent.
1: Yeah, listen to her album from. I think it was from 2018. I think. But she, um, here's a fun fact for you. He, She uh, is, is signed with the same, r- as Denzel. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you?
0: I didn't know okay. that.
1: <laughs> all right. All right, whatever. Uh, all right, let's 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 wrap this up, huh? Last, lastly. <laughs> please. La- 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 please, God. everybody's Everybody listening is like, please, God, wrap this up. Lastly, Black Keys, Delta Cream. Dropping on Thursday night. Are you intrigued for a new Black Keys album?
0: I'm going to say... No. We we liked their Let's Rock album of... What was that? 2020? Mm-hmm. Maybe 2019? 2019, 2019. Um, yeah. We liked it. It's not one I go back right. to a ton. They've dropped two singles for this album. I've listened to them both, and I don't remember anything about them, so... Not not a good sign for the Black Not a great sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't really... I'm, you know, I'm not super, super intrigued. I, I heard both of those singles, and I also don't remember anything from those either, which is not what you want.
0: Hey, look, Jack and Corey agree on everything again. Oh, surprise, <laughs> surprise. Uh, so, all right. So, Yeah. There you I have. Think it. That's all we got, right? That's all we got. Um, we'll have another episode anywhere from one week from now to seven, months. seven uh, months. We we have some other ideas in store, so check out for that. Make sure make sure you're following us on Instagram at the ISO Podcast, and yeah, thanks to our listeners out there, we appreciate you.
1: Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back sooner than later. Schedules depending. Uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see you next time.